0: April is the cruelest month, breeding lilacs out of the dead land, mixing memory and desire, stirring dull roots with spring rain. Hello, and welcome back to Bedtime Poetry, a show where I read you some poetry or prose from my home in Central Australia. Thanks for joining me. Today I'll be reading four short poems by T.S. Eliot. T.S. Eliot was an American poet and literary critic working in the early 20th century. His most famous work, The Wasteland, was written in 1922. I began this episode with the opening lines of The Wasteland. April is the cruelest month, breeding lilacs out of the dead land. What an opening. Today I'd like to spend some time with Preludes, the less well-known work by Elliot. Preludes was written between 1910 and 1911. It begins with the end of a winter's day in an unnamed city. Let's see where it goes. Preludes by T.S. Eliot. 1. The winter evening settles down, with smell of stakes and passageways. Six o'clock. The burnt-out ends of smoky days. And now a gusty shower wraps the grimy scraps of withered leaves about your feet, and newspapers from vacant lots. The showers beat on broken blinds and chimney pots, and at the corner of the street, a lonely cab horse steams and stamps and then the lighting of the lamps. Two. The morning comes to consciousness, of faint stale smells of beer, from the sawdust-trampled street with all its muddy feet that press to early coffee stands, with the other masquerades that time resumes. One thinks of all the hands that are raising dingy shades in a thousand furnished rooms. You tossed a blanket from the bed You lay upon your back And waited You dozed And watched the night revealing The thousand sordid images Of which your soul was constituted They flickered against the ceiling And when all the world came back And the light crept up between the shutters And you heard the sparrows in the gutters you had such a vision of the street as the street hardly understands. Sitting along the bed's edge where you curled the papers from your hair or clasped the yellow soles of feet and the palms of both soiled hands. Four. His soul stretched tight across the skies that fade behind a city block or trampled by insistent feet at four and five and six o'clock, and short square fingers-stuffing pipes, and evening newspapers, and eyes assured of certain certainties, the conscience of a blackened street, impatient to assume the world. I am moved by fancies that are curled around these images and cling, the notion of some infinitely gentle, infinitely suffering thing. Wipe your hand across your mouth and laugh. The worlds revolve like ancient women, gathering fuel in vacant lots. I really love the imagery in this poem. The lone cab horse steaming and stamping on the street corner. The subject rubbing his or her feet at the edge of the bed in the morning. The poem makes me think of faded photographs. Weary people and dirty snow. It's been called a condemnation of city living, and it certainly paints an unhappy picture of urban life. It gives a sense of drudgery, and lostness, malcontent, and sleepless nights. That phrase in part 3, the thousand sordid images of your soul flickering on the ceiling. Who hasn't been there, wide awake in the middle of a long night? The last section of the poem reveals something more behind the grimy scenes of the city. The soul of a thing, infinitely gentle, infinitely suffering. This could be read as God or nature, something larger than the bump and grind of daily life. What do you think? If one of the early lines of the poem sounded familiar to you, burnt out ends of smoky days, you've probably heard it from the musical Cats. The song Memories borrows the phrase from this work. Thanks for listening and I'll catch you next time on Bedtime Poetry.